0: Well, hello. This is Ebony, and you are tuned into Fixing Single, the podcast. Okay, so do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Or do you want to introduce me? Mm mm. this is
0: all
1: you boo boo this is all you Ooh, okie dokie well hello world I am (laughs) Monique C. Gaines also known as your hashtag tweenie queenie I am a petite plus model I am a hostess mistress of ceremonies single mother, and all-around fun individual, and I'm just here to just chat a little bit with my bestie and see what's going on. Well, thank you
0: for um, helping me out. You are my very first guest. So. Yay! <laughs> yeah, so I was like, that's kind of dope. So, yeah, so you're my very first guest, and for people who want, I just want to share a little bit of background. Monique and I have been um, BFFs since, like... Tenth grade? Yes, yes, yeah. Tenth grade. Twenty years.
1: I know. Look,
0: hey, don't we tell people our (laughs) age? Hey, they don't know how old we were
1: in the tenth grade. (laughs) (laughs) We just know it's a long time ago. Right, right. That's all you need to know.
0: (laughs) It's a long time ago. So yeah, so no, so we grew up. Um, in Huntsville, Alabama. So I think you will consider Huntsville to be like medium size. I guess it's definitely not anywhere near as big as Atlanta, but it's it's a city, right? And right. it's
1: and it's we are growing. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Oh, it's booming out here now, and and they are projecting our growth to just be gargantuan here in the next few years. But that's the thing about Huntsville in general, with us having. Uh, the space and rocket center and us having more importantly redstone arsenal we get so many transplants and just an influx of people that never seem to actually leave it's like we're like the small atlanta or something Mm. and we're just growing and it's not so much huntsville as it is madison okay okay that makes sense
0: and i feel like every time i come home though it's like something's closed that's dearly beloved to me
1: but then right
0: hey yay
1: your heart broken, then you're like, "Oh, squirrel! Hey!"
0: <laughs> Be like, "I'm yeah. okay with that change. That's totally fine.
1: right. Right, growth. It's growth.
0: <laughs> yes. So, so funny. So, yeah. Well, anyway, so look, this is what I'm looking to try to talk about today. Like, so you know, fixing single, kind of turned into this just thing that I kind of did for fun and then tried to turn it into a business and then realized like, ain't nobody got time for that. But I still... (laughs) I just don't. I got too much going on. Like, you need another side hustle, Ebony?
1: Listen, I have never met somebody other than, you know, a a very few select people who hustle the way you've hustled. And it's not like you just started hustling like this yesterday. No. You've always... (laughs) Hustled every time I turn around. I'm like, "You're doing what? When did you have the time? When did you do that? What?" And so you, you all. I think that's just a part of you to have one to have multiple streams of income, but to always have something going on. Like that's just you. Yeah,
0: and it's ADHD that's possible. that, that, <laughs> that contributes. That yeah, contributes. Oh <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Sit your ass down somewhere. Just sit down somewhere. <laughs> Sat down. <laughs> no, but you are absolutely right. I have been since a wee baby, have always been in these streets trying to figure out a way to do the next thing. And so, with a fixing single, though, I said, you know, even though I don't have time to like make it a business and like development and all this other stuff, I still have a, a it's an interest of mine and just kind of a passion to talk about relationships and dating. It's fun, you know, it's insightful. And I thought, okay, can I do it as a hobby? Like, what can I do to kind of turn this thing that I really like into Mm -hmm. a hobby? And I tried to blog, but blogging, like, is so, like, having to sit down, figure out your content, write Mm -hmm. it out in a clever, cute way, then go back and edit it so you don't look like an idiot. And by the time you do all that, man, I am just like, yeah, I'm not about to put that much effort into it. But... I do talk a lot so i'm just like oh so how about i and then a lot of what i talk about is around dating relationships and people's man's problems and women's problems so mm-hmm. I'm like why can't i just like record it and if they're okay with it then we can just turn it into a podcast <laughs> so that's what fixing single kind of is about and so this is the second episode and um if you joined i guess in the middle of this i'm not sure why you would but this is uh, <laughs> <on> the- <laughs> My bestie from my hometown. Um, And we're just going to get into talking a little bit about what that's like. You know, um, I moved away um, for college, like, and came back for a little stint, but then I was back out. So I've lived most of my time away in new cities. But just curious to know maybe some of the benefits and maybe some of the drawbacks from you on what it's like Mm -hmm. dating in your hometown.
1: Well, to start off, exactly what you would assume is is very true, which is you run into the same people all the time. Um, And and with this city being so small, not only is it hard to find someone who you don't know or hard to find someone who you don't have a mutual acquaintance or or friend with, it's also hard to find someone who you're not related to that's been a struggle and, and it's not even so much the city it's more so the states because okay. my dad is from here but my mom is from montgomery and her father you know he, he you know he was a busy man so you know the whole state it, it's like if you're from alabama more than likely we're probably related and i don't want nothing to do with you so it's more so just harder trying to find new people and mm. when you keep running into the same people it kind of makes you go well why am I constantly running into you is there something in you that I should be seeing that I'm not seeing and that's why I'm constantly Put in your, your space, and then you start second-guessing yourself, and you start wondering, hmm, well, what if? And the next thing you know, you're off to trying new things with someone, and you're wondering why you never ventured down that lane before, and you're thinking to yourself, I should have done this a long time ago, or you're thinking, what in the world was I thinking to even look in this direction? So, it, it's a good thing, and it's a bad thing. It has its pros, and it has its cons. Um,
0: well, that's interesting. Like, talk a little bit more about, like, when you say... Like, was I missing something all along? Like, when you think about that question that you just asked, is there a commonality or is it different people bring out different
1: things? Um, I think that is one of those types of things that really depends because I have found commonalities with people who I never even thought I would have anything in common with. And I'm like, what? you like, okay, well, we can can, can vibe. And then also it it, it definitely becomes a, a part of, wow, you make me feel comfortable enough to be this way. You make me feel comfortable enough and and safe enough for me to tell you this. And for us to start a dialogue about whatever, you know, be it intimate or superficial or what have you, but I'm able to start a dialogue with you that I never thought I would be able to have with you. And, and, so in that manner yes it brings out something in you or that that person can bring out something in you so it just really depends on the situation and on the person and you what you know of that person and the sort of relationship that you have with that person like you know our, our particular high school class I, I have always admired our class because after we graduated we all stayed in some sort of touch yeah. and it wasn't yeah. and, and it wasn't so such a a far off touch either it was hey i missed you two months ago i got you i'm gonna see you in a little bit you know it, it we we have all in some sort of way been able to remain in touch with one another to the point that i'm seeing some really interesting couples pop up like wait y'all together
0: oh wait i haven't look i haven't been on facebook enough to see that i'm gonna have to
1: girls do that. your research when we get off here I I'm, I'm gonna tell you about one couple I was like wow they're cute though they're real cute but we, we'll talk about that later <laughs> okay the okay is, the point is is that I think that goes back to what we were talking about the commonalities and and the uh, whether or them bringing out something specific in you you know you I've it says one couple they've been married for years and when they got together I was like as individuals, you both are very awesome, very cool people. I just never would have thought the two of you would have got together, and, they, mm. and they're great together. Yeah, have two beautiful children; they're they're thriving and they're wonderful together. But it was still kind of like, wow, didn't see that happen. Like, how did that happen? What is it about the two of you that made you two click and come together the way you have? So, um, and I
0: think you see a lot of that, Monique, when people stop, and some people do this early in life. And some people do it later in life, later than probably they wish they would have. But I think when people, it just clicks like that and they might be opposites, it's because they really figured out what it is that they needed in another person like, you know what I'm saying, they really it really yeah. click for them, like this is what I know I'm bringing to the table this is what I feel like I need this person to do to be to make me my best self and whatever, but I think some people just learn it later in life because we're too busy maybe chasing what
1: we always have chased, thinking that that's the right thing because it feels good Right, and then, you know going back to what I was saying earlier in the in the beginning about being able to be in a position to feel comfortable enough with the person. Th- so one open up to them enough to, to to let them know hey this is what i need and as a woman being open enough to receive the fact that this man is going to be able to facilitate those things Yeah Okay we got we got to go left we got to go go somewhere else just follow me just go hop on in with the car. Okay. okay I'm I'm buckling my seat but i'm ready let's just, go let's and do let's it. ride Okay so here's the thing I have learned that we as women and definitely most more specifically black women, but women in general are so busy trying to avoid being, being a victim okay. that a lot of times we throw it off exactly what it is we need to fortify us mm. because we don't recognize it. Okay. You know, we find we, as humans, male or female, we find comfort in what we know and what we're used to. We find comfort in that, and a lot of people would rather deal with the devil they know than to embark on something else new and have to do, encounter a devil that they are, they are unfamiliar with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. with that being said, that makes people in general, but definitely women, when it comes to relationships, make us. Uh, constantly recycle patterns that are unhealthy and I was saying that to to connect to what we were saying about people bringing out the best in you and us being able to receive the fact that a man is going to do that you know we women go through a lot when it comes to relationships and a lot being mistreated and abused and abuse is not always physical it could be mental financials emotional We go through all this abuse, and sometimes we put ourselves through an abuse from the narrative that we give ourselves and constantly feed ourselves, whether it be true or not, that when we finally do get something to fortify us, it's foreign to us. And it's like, okay, what do you want? What are you here for? What is it that you really want? Why are you putting up this facade? What is it that you want? To the point of where we end up pushing that person away. It's like if,
0: self-sabotage right? It's just like it's you, exactly if believe, what it is. If you believe that that's what you deserve because that's what you attract or that's what you go whatever you want to call it but it starts to your point create that narrative and make that narrative stronger that this is what I deserve anyway and if it's something the opposite of that then eventually it's going to be that you know so let me protect myself from it whatever way I'm going to do that
1: That's exactly what it is. is It's self-sabotage. That that is exactly, exactly, exactly what it is. And, excuse me, the, the ways that I have seen to be able to combat that is kind of twofold. But no matter what, it always starts in the same place. And that starts with that person, that woman or man, being able to look inside themselves and say, okay, where have I gone wrong? What have I done to fortify this situation in a negative light Uh, of self-accountability, which is something that people seem to refuse to want to do nowadays. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you really want to be successful in a relationship, really in anything in life, period, but definitely in an intimate relationship, you have to have self-accountability. You have to be able to reflect upon yourself and say, you know what? I should have been able to do that better. I shouldn't have said this. I should have done that. And once you realize that your place in the situation, then only then can you really with a clear eye look at the situation and see what that other person did or didn't do and their intent behind it. Because a lot of times we get jaded by how we feel that we automatically assume the other person is an offender. You you mm-hmm. did this with you did this with malice. Yeah. No. I just wanted to know what key it was to open the door so I could put these groceries in. I'm not trying to break into your house. I'm trying to help you, you know? Yeah. So, and, and so it's a lot of times we have to be able to get out of our own way in order to be able to receive going back to what I said earlier in order to receive that sort of, of, of assistance that help from our mates. Because we get so caught up in waiting on this other proverbial shoe to drop. Yeah. And the whole time, it's like, actually, you're wearing both of those shoes. Yeah. They're yeah. tied up tight. Trust me.
0: So, no, but, okay, so, speaking of that, like, again, there sounds like there there needs to be a lot of work done on that person to be self-aware and, self, uh, you know, have that self-accountability. But mm-hmm. how many how many people are you running into that you feel have done that work?
1: To be honest, not a whole lot. And the ones that I have run into are female. I, I very rarely see guys being able to say, you know what? Yeah. That relationship was three, four years ago, but you know what? I messed that up. I, I, I should have done this, that, and the third, and I wasn't happy with who I was. I wasn't okay with what I had going on, and so I sabotaged that. That's rare for me to hear that from from somebody. Or from a guy, let me rephrase that. It, it's yeah. rare for me to hear that from a guy.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, I, and I, I experienced that same thing. I think You know, guys are just waiting for the right one to come to make them be something different versus I feel like I see more women actually doing the proactive to say, well, let me work on myself. Let me get my edges together. Let me get my mind together. Let me get my right. Let me me get my life together, you know, um, you know, to prepare myself for what I like what I'm manifesting. But. And, and let me do that ugly work That therapy work maybe that we, I need to do To figure out what might be holding me back But I don't see Our brethren doing it at the same
1: rate and, on, on, and And to clarify that Just a little bit We may not see our brethren doing it At the, at the very rate At the same rate And it's possible that they are But they don't verbalize it mm. It's not mm. something that they discuss Because there are plenty of guys who will do the work and and the, the 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 result will definitely manifest and you'll see it like okay the glow up is real i see you but they don't they haven't been tell, they, they moved in silence mm. but the gender that we are as as women we have to vocalize everything even if it's just to ourselves even if it's to a trusted confidant we still have to have a conversation because that goes back to checking thine self before you wreck thine self. It, it's just a way of reflecting. <laughs> you know? it, it's a way of reflecting because it's like, okay, you know what? I Today I thought about how I, I thought about how I, I didn't like the way that my boyfriend spoke to me and it made me think about my father. Do you think that I'm, I'm going too far in this? And so it's almost like we need that sounding board to let us know. No, you're not crazy. That was yeah. a good way to go. Or, man, you putting 20 on 10, you might need to chill out a little <laughs> I'm down, you know. And so being able to have that safe space is another thing, too, because not everybody has that safe space to go to to be able to have that discussion.
0: Right. And get the real feedback. Right. Not just something that you want to hear, but really it knows you well enough to know. Right. Whether you are really putting 20 on 10, like, right. Or, or if you have some reasonable um, way to feel like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I'll tell
1: you in a heartbeat, baby, baby girl, what are you doing? <laughs> Calm down. You're doing too much. Chill out. No, <laughs> calm down.
0: Back it up. So look, y'all. So where do y'all go out now? Like I know when we back in the <laughs> back in the day, um, <clears throat> it used to be Ooh. like green room, and I don't know where else we even went. Like,
1: other Girl, I than can that, tell like you our trademark was... spots. Our trademark spots. Our trademark spots was bench warmers, green room, and this one place called LaCartier's. That that okay. was our place. Those were our spots. But you know green room was really our art yeah that was that was home that was home (laughs) (laughs) but um as far as when it comes to you know dating I have no idea and that's and I I hate that but you know here for me personally I'm a single mom Mm -hmm. so I try my best to not have to fish for babysitters unless I really have something going on. And that hinders me a lot because then I can't go to where I need to go just to meet somebody. But Yep. Yep. And it's like that, that meme that says, you know, all oh, the good girls who don't go to, who don't go out always something about, they always want Mr. Right. They wait for him to break into their house or, <laughs> and that was kind of me, you know, kind of me. I will say, with me modeling and hosting and whatnot, I get out that way. But like my current, to
0: like, do you like are men there or is it just
1: there? There like, are men there.
0: Like, there there are that men you there on date.
1: Um, sometimes. <laughs> okay. sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Uh, and I say that because you have there is a real thing as model collectors or model chasers where they basically collect us. And when I say collect us, I mean collect our phone numbers, collect our, our Facebook information, almost like baseball cards. Oh. That feels yeah. so... Hmm. It, it's it's really weird and when on Facebook you can always tell because they won't have any real posts but all of your mutual friends will be all models. And you're like, oh, okay. No. Decline. Got it. Got <laughs> it. I, yeah. don't know, I don't know what you're doing with these photos. I don't want to know. Decline. <laughs> <laughs> on top of that, my page is public. <laughs> so, decline. There's no need for this friendship. Like,
0: no. Right. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I'm gonna say
1: no to that. I'm yeah, gonna say no, no to that. Oh, and by the way, you could check out my website at MoniqueCGaines.com. Moving on. So, <laughs> I love it. Can you say that? Actually, again, you said it fast. Go ahead and say it one more time for us. MoniqueCGames.com That is spelled M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-C-G-A-I-N-E-S dot com. Thank you. No, thank you. Now you can continue. As I was saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I, I know I've always been told that, you know, the best place to go is Wherever the guys are, sports bars and things of that nature, which I find to be I find there to be a little bit of an influx of sports bars coming in now because, you know, they tore down Madison Square Mall. They built yep. a Twin Peaks restaurant. And I'm like, why would you build a Twin Peaks right up the street from Hooters? But you know what? That's none of my business. So mind it, I shall not. But <laughs> it's a new sports bar with girls walking around with their boobs out. So, of course, there's going to be guys. there, And they
0: have good wings. They do have good wings.
1: Look, I've been told the food is fabulous. I have been told the food and drink is fabulous. So, eh, who am I to judge? Still yeah. haven't been. Yeah. so. And you know how I am about my food. So, I got to go for myself and <laughs> try it out. So, <laughs> but, you know, I think that, you know, um, sports bars and things like that are probably great to go. But me being the type of person I am, anywhere I go, I'm going to meet somebody. Because <laughs> I don't really meet a stranger. I have no problems with, you know, speaking to people. So I I meet guys at the most randomest of places, uh, um, gas stations, Chuck E Cheese, anywhere. But as are, far as, are you online? I am I dating online? Yeah, like do you? Yeah, do you have an app? Are you? No, ask? no. I have in the past. And I will say, this is what I will say about dating online. Let me sip this water real quick. I will say this about dating online women. If you want to find a freaky dude, go for online dating. Huh. Anybody I have, anybody I have met offline um, from online dating, they have been freaks. And I knew that before I even probably had any real encounter with them. And when I say encounter, I mean meeting them in person, dealing with them because of a guy I got with right after Olivia was born. I met him online. And we were together for like a year and a half. Free. You were free. And it was like other guys that I was... Girl, yes. I have not met a guy online yet who was not just like on some old extra sexual stuff. And I'm like... Okay, I understand that you want to have sex. I get that, but what, are you, what, is, what is this? What is, what is, what what is all this? Was,
0: so was it a particular app? Because t- Tinder gets a, a, a rap for being more hookup-ish. Was it like a Tinder or a Match or Bumble that you see more of that
1: stuff? Okay, Cupid and Plenty of Fish. I'm trying to think if there was a third one. I don't think there was a third one. I think it was just those two that I used. Plenty of Fish and Okay, Cupid. okay. And both of them, I was like, oh, to so the hell no. Delete, delete, delete. Like, uh-uh. So I have had my my fill with that. And to be completely honest with you, Facebook has turned into a dating app, Facebook Messenger. Mm. And so I have to be in there like, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, no. And then with me being a model, I get some interesting characters. And I'd be like, nah, bro, no."
0: Well, I was told by some of a few of my guy friends. And again, all this is anecdotal. I have not done um, real research on this. However, Instagram also, I guess, is becoming the new dating site because how my some of my guy friends do it is basically they will see a girl, maybe like a picture, like a couple pictures, then follow, and then like some more. Then she follows. And they do this like likesy thing back and forth, and then he hits her in the DM.
1: It go down in the DM. <laughs> it Go down in the DM. And I mean, really, that's the
0: same formula for Facebook. Yeah, I guess I mean. So it's just like, do do you step your step your Instagram game up and get off the dating websites because
1: apparently this is the new wave. Like, I. It, it almost seems like, and this is. So retarded, but it almost seems like if you're doing it through facebook and instagram you're more likely to get a relationship versus the actual dating apps where you're more likely to get a hookup that is the just (laughs) this but it's the it's the truth like that's how i feel about it you're more likely to get an actual relationship through instagram or facebook versus the dating apps where you're more more likely to get a hookup
0: yeah, I said I. So I was telling the folks last episode that I got back on Bumble like maybe four weeks ago, mm-hmm. just because I feel like it's a good Plan B. You know, um, I do get out there, I go to different events and hang out and blah blah blah. But I think it's good in that purpose that it sh- it serves as a backup because you never know. But I will agree with you. It's the the it seems to attract the weirdos. Like yes. I, I literally got. Um, a message the other day, some guy we haven't messaged back and forth, and then there was nothing for like maybe a week, and then he just randomly pops in my inbox like, "I want to taste you." Like, is this what I mean? Yep,
1: yep. I'm just yeah, I'm about right.
0: Suck. I'm just like, I said, and I said, look, so I'm an idiot. I didn't unfollow immediately. You (laughs) don't learn. No, no, no. I didn't unfollow immediately because what I did was I was like, oh, you say that to all the girls. And he comes back with like, no, no, no.
1: Oh, my (laughs) God. When will guys learn? We know that y'all are saying the same Crap to all of us! I really had to edit because I almost cursed. I had to catch myself. Oh. We know that you're saying the exact same stuff to all of us. We know, and then for the ones who are talking to the chicks that are friends, yes, we are discussing it amongst each other. Some <laughs> girl, did you get your text this morning? You know I did, girl. You know I got my text this morning. You got your girl, you know I got. A... We are discussing you. <laughs>
0: I just, yeah, I mean, and and again, I guess they're going to continue to play that same, you know, hand because it works on somebody, child. It worked on somebody. It's just like he shot his, his probably five shots on that one and somebody was probably like actually yes I do I would like you I would like you str- stranger stranger from Bumble come on over to my apartment and let's let's get this thing done as a matter of fact yes yes I would yes like oh good grief if yes I- yeah it's 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 not it is it is not so that's interesting I that you find that to be the case um, online because it's not too far of an experience. You know, the same experience here. It's just a lot of weirdos, people that don't have really good conversation, um, people Mm -hmm. that still live with their mothers, like you know, it's a lot of that going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a lot of that going on. So (laughs) I I, I have steered, I have completely banned excuse me, dating apps. Don't do it. Not going to do it. Okay.
0: All right. Fair enough. Okay. That's good. So you have yet another, you talked about it a little bit earlier, but you also have kind of an added layer of complexity in your situation because you do have a child. So I've always just been really curious to know from single parents how they go about, you know, introducing that part of your life into this new relationship like how far into dating like even do you talk about her on the first date or like I just I'm curious to know how that process works for you
1: well definitely to each zone own and each situation is, is definitely different I could take it back to when she was first born you know her father and I broke up when I was pregnant so I definitely knew that whoever came into my life once she made it, you know, made it here, it was going to have to be strategic. Everything done with them was going to have to be strategic. And there was always a reason for the strategy. So once she was born and I, you know, got with my ex, I had no problems with him being around her because my mindset was if we break up by the time that happens, This child ain't gonna have no recollection of him because she's a baby. And Mm -hmm. sure enough, by the time she was about two, about two, two and a half, no, about two, we were done and over with, and she's five now, and if I ask her about him, she has no clue what I'm talking about. Who? What? I'll show her pictures, and she's like, I don't know who that is. Perfect. So in that case, it worked out exactly how I wanted it to. Now I'm in a relationship. We've only been together six months, and they met each other a little bit on a fluke because I wasn't with it. I, I was like, no, no, I'm not ready for that yet. But he had to come to the house to, to put some shelves up in her playroom. So they met. And now the two are basically inseparable. But at the same time, it's not exactly like he's a new person. It's not, You know, we've been together for around six months. But we've been how do I say um, uh, acquainted <laughs> we we've I, been, I feel you I feel you yeah we've been acquainted I feel you for like three and a half years okay so that within is. within that time frame they've seen glimpses of each other you know you know, she might say, oh, okay, we done pull it up to, to this guy's house. She, Mommy's dropping something off or, or whatever or, you know, okay, you know, sh- so she'll see him in passing, but okay. never was able to put two and two together as to who he was. So once we finally actually was like, yeah, we're going to be together, he was going home about her, and but at the same time, he was very respectful of how I wanted to handle things. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was very important. It wasn't just about yeah, I want to meet your child, or no, I don't want to meet your child. It was, what do you feel is is correct and healthy for your child? I want to follow your lead, whatever that may be. And so that meant a lot to me. That's great. Yeah, and and like I said, the two of them are inseparable. It makes me sick. Like, they get together and I have two kids in the room. One that's like (laughs) years older than me and one that's only five. And I'm just like, kids, children. But, um, So, so for me and my situation, this, this particular situation, you know, it it was easy and it was a lot sooner than I wanted it to be, but it's turned out to be a great thing. And I've even had talks with my child about, you know, Hey, I I had this talk with her, I want to say two nights ago. Okay. You know if if things don't work out between he and I and we don't end up getting married and, and we, we end up not being together anymore, I don't want you to be upset, but I will understand if you are upset and don't feel like you can't come and talk to me about it because you think I'm going to be upset. Come and talk to me and we'll talk about it, but I don't want you to, to, to be upset if this does not work out. So let me ask you this then about that
0: question that you or about this conversation you had with her was the precipice of you asking or or having this conversation because things are not going as well. Or is it because you just want to give her that cushion to understand like things just don't sometimes don't work out. And so I just want to prepare you for this just in case. Like what
1: ah. said, what, what made you want to have that conversation with her? Okay. First of all, for the viewing or listening public who does not know me, I have a, a, a like a, a, a faded haircut. My haircut is very, very low, but I'm always flipping invisible hair. And this is an. <laughs> this is one of those moments where I'm flipping my invisible hair, and I'm looking off into the distance, and with an attitude, I'm saying both. Mm, okay. Okay you know I, I was I was in my feelings about some things that we were discussing and I mean it's nothing major we're, we're not breaking up you know relationships go through pains you know they it, it's, and, they and it's really and it's really not a big deal but you know I was feeling some type of way so you know flips here but you know whatever <laughs> but at the same time I also felt like it was still a conversation that needed to be had mm-hmm. so you know, she had mentioned him and brought him up, and my lip was stuck out, and I had to take it in that moment to put my lip back in and fix my face, so that I, that way I don't project onto her a certain emotion or a certain mindset, right? And give her a neutral um, palette while at the same time letting her know, hey, don't be upset if. Mhm. Mhm. So, it, it, if anything, more more than anything, it was preparation for the unknown. I'd rather yeah. her be prepared and be able to handle it than for her to be blindsided. And I know some people are probably like, but she's only five. Listen, y'all don't know my five-year-old. My five-year-old is roughly about 60-ish. <laughs> She This, this she been child She's been, she oh, been, uh, she been Several times Several times I'm pretty sure when she was born She was looking around going again Oh
0: okay
1: <laughs> I guess but, you
0: got um, something
1: you want me to do Lord. Right right like, oh, what you, Here we go again But um, <laughs> So it, it was definitely more of a, a Preparation a Just in case I'd rather her to have this information and have this knowledge and not need it than vice versa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was just like, okay, yeah, whatever. And you're like, right. you're like I'm, good. I'm
0: good.
1: Right, right. You say that now, but, you know, God forbid something happens and things change. So, um, but as far as a general consent or a general rule for introducing kids to mates, um it's it's hard to say because you definitely want to make sure that you are comfortable enough with that person before you just bring them into your child's life. Yeah. You want to make sure that this person is the right kind of fit and and it's going to really be conducive for your child and not be someone who's like I'm here for you but I but I I, I don't I don't want to deal with kids. You know, you got to find somebody who's willing to do that and that you're comfortable enough with that then on top of that finding a way to safely and comfortably introduce the two the part that i find to be a conflict is you don't want to be with someone for 6 months to a year and you're, you the two of you are thinking marriage And then you finally introduce that person to your children and then they don't get along. Mm. And now you're like, what do I do? Do I choose my lover over my children or do I do the right thing and choose my children over my lover Mm. and just be by myself? And then you don't want to introduce your child too early. Your child gets attached and then the two of you don't work out. And now you got this you know, ghost stepdaddy that you're not with anymore, but now you have to see because your child is attacked. It's it's a very delicate thing and and it's one of those things where you really are damned if you do and you're damned if you don't.
0: Well, look, I, I can only imagine, though, it's so funny when I hear, you know, well, not funny, but it's just, it's interesting because I think about if I didn't like my mama's stepdaddy, would she really have like, I never even thought to, like, make that an issue. Like, whoever the adult around is, like, that's who, that's who's around. Like, that's mm-hmm. what's you know, that that's what's going on. But to get to that point where really they, there is such a clash that, mm-hmm. th- that the mother really does have to actually make a decision about which right. way she's going to go. Like, that's, that's interesting to me. But I didn't, I'm like, damn, I didn't, if I knew I had that much power, then I would have told okay. her something. <laughs> well, damn, if I knew she cared that much, I would have been like, Mama, no, just right, my Mama. Uh, no, 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 let's not do this. Let's not do this. Let's go home. We still got right. a chance.
1: <laughs> and then you get stuck with in, in spots like, like, remember the movie Baby Boy? Yeah, yeah, and remember when Jody. You know, had to deal with his mom's new new boyfriend. Mama, mama, mama got a life too, Jody. Mama gotta have a life too. But you remember that one scene where they actually got into a fight and yes. the mother was literally in yes. the middle having to choose between her son yes. and her man. Like, oh, that movie was so amazing. I love that movie. But you know, just just to think about the dynamic of that of, of being in her shoes to sit there and go, What do I do? And I, I personally do feel like she made the right choice at that point. Her son was 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 grown and old enough to know better and to do what he needed to do for himself. So right. yeah, live your life, mama. But to to think about what if Jody was thirteen? Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. On the cusp of manhood, and you're sitting there going, "Oh no, what do I do?" Mm-hmm. You know. So uh, so while. I have introduced her to him. Well, they introduced themselves to each other. And my child being who she is, it was so funny. He walked in. He was like, hi, Olivia. I'm so-and-so. And And she just looked at him like an old woman and gave him this real dismissive wave. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) go, Go fix my shelving.
0: I was like, oh.
1: Oh, oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) like we are
0: not here for the pleasantries
1: like uh... right, right. let's talky more worky like i was <laughs> just like okay but you know after that it was just like like i said two peas in a pod so thank god that's worked out for me thus far but you know if if that time comes i don't know how she's really going to gonna, gonna handle that and, and he's the type where you know he's kind of feels like well, even if you and I don't work out, I'm still gonna be in her life, ooh, ooh. and I'm just like, oh, ooh.
0: yeah, that's that's that sounds stressful already. Like I felt that stress <coughs> through, <your line. laughs> through the line, <laughs> through the line. I felt that stress
1: all the way in Atlanta. You felt it,
0: yeah. No, but, not, um, nope, nope.
1: But that's because bro-
0: listen, I wish somebody would talk about some um, you know, I'm gonna need to come over here and walk Charlie every now and again. Um, no, you not. <laughs> <laughs> he like, I want a daddy too. <laughs> right, right. I'm trying I'm trying.
1: I'm trying. <laughs> and it's so funny that you say that because there have been moments, you know, before this relationship. Where well, I remember, you know, telling Olivia, and, and she was asleep, so she didn't hear it. She didn't know what I was saying it. I remember telling her, like, I'm, I'm going to, to find you that, that, that father figure. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm sorry. I'm trying. Oh. And, and that in itself is, is, is hard to deal with when you want to give your child a two-parent home. You know, yeah. you, you want that for your child, even though you're this fiercely independent, strong black woman. And you still <laughs> want to give your child that stable, consistent, loving, warm, inviting, comfortable 2 parent household.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I want her to have that support. More importantly, I want her to have somebody else to play with when I'm tired. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I no, that is real. When I whenever I'm just even over to the house, I'd be like, Two questions, and I'm out. You, 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 you ask me two questions about this one book, and then I'm out. I'm out. Don't ask no more questions.
1: And <laughs> you so ever since the beginning, you've been like, All right, all right, that's enough. Josh will be like, come on, Pooh. <laughs> You'll be enough. like, no, that's it.
0: That's it. That's enough. I done that's had it. my field That's enough. I, <laughs> I said 20 minutes. I meant 20 minutes. Now go on. <laughs> on go we on. At on. 19, we had 19.30. <laughs> that's it. That's enough. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But no, that's deep. That's deep, though. Like, but I mean, it's just and I think, again, it just adds that layer of complexity that I feel like, you know, just being single by myself is one. And it's enough. But then you have to add on. You have this responsibility for this whole human. And, you know, who you bring around is super important. Like it's uh, it's it's part of their history now. Right. They will remember that. They remember that stuff
1: and you never know what they're soaking up and learning and retaining from that person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. especially at this young formidable age you know hey this is
0: ebony and you are listening to fixing single the podcast if you like what you hear hit subscribe it lets the folks over at Spotify and Apple know you like me, and you'll be one of the very first people to know when I drop a new episode. Thanks so much for listening. Yes, okay, so here's what I did want to, to know about. When you go on dates, I tell people all the time, like, You that especially if you're going, I know you don't do online anymore, but especially when it's an online thing and you've been like testing back, texting back and forth with somebody and you're all excited. And a lot of times people plan these elaborate first dates. And I'm like, don't do that. Like, why can't you just guys go out for a drink or go to lunch or go for coffee? Something really simple to make sure that person look like they said they look. <laughs> one <laughs> one <laughs> and two to see if there is any like real life chemistry before you go on this like, oh I got tickets to the Mary J concert. Like for a first date, that's your your expectations are just so high. So like do you have a formula or a method for how you kind of move like that? Like with first dates and and whatnot?
1: Um, I agree with you that huge elaborate dates are definitely not for the first date absolutely not I agree that like a dinner or something like pool or bowling because it's something where you're going to be able to enjoy yourself but at the same time you're in an environment where you can have a real conversation with somebody and I feel like a first date is like I saw a Facebook post the other day that said before I I, before I date you I need to hear you say street shrimp skirt." And so you know, I need to hear you say oh. these words correctly, <laughs> and it's like you know, you can't do that in the movie. You can't do that in in the movie. You can't do that at the concert. Yeah, you, you know. Would. And so I feel or, like these. Or if you pronounce,
0: would... if you pronounce Solomon, well, who, what, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you really pronounce the L in that
0: Solomon? Like what? What's that
1: Solomon? We we're reading the books of the Bible now. What are we doing? What is this? No. <laughs> do give me a stamina and go sit down somewhere. But here's the
0: thing. Here's the frustrating part to me. Like, I am, I, you know, I feel like I am a bright individual and I know a lot of big words, but I can't pronounce them. I'd be wanting to pronounce, I'd be wanting to say some stuff. <laughs> no, I'd be wanting to say some stuff that will take somebody out, but I'm like, I can't pronounce it.
1: Damn you know what I'm trying to. That reminds me one day. Oh my gosh. I don't even know if you remember this, but this was like years ago. We were at my house and I was reading something in a magazine or a book. And I said, Yeah, and the epitome and something, something, something. something you said, Oh, what? I said, uh-huh. You said, Did you just say epitome? I went, Oh, Lord, that's supposed to say epitome. I will never forget that. You were like, You're so smart, you're dog. I was like, no. And I, and now, every time I see
0: that word in print, I just get tickled. Okay, <laughs> so for you to share that with, I'll share one, I'll, I'll share one with you. So oh God. I, was at a, I was at a restaurant. We were at like one of these places where you can get your meals like cooked to order. Like you put beef, fish, broccoli, noodles, and the chef cooks it all for you on the thing. What was whatever. it a miso bowl? Something. I mean, it was just one of those bars where you could do pasta, but like you just make your own you make your own bowl. Yeah, it was cool. So anyway, so I go over to the fish section. I'm just like, ooh, talapaya. I'm <laughs> sorry. What? <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Could you? Could you... <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> talapaya. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I would have got up and left you sitting right there yeah. by yourself. No, ma'am. <laughs> No she, ma'am. Was,
0: she was like, you mean tilapia?"
1: <laughs> 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 oh,
0: God. I was just she like... Was
1: no, ma'am. yeah. No,
0: at that point in time, I had only known catfish. So only fish <laughs> I knew. <laughs> that was the only fish I knew. So I'm just like, oh, this is oh different. This is, this is interesting. Oh. Talapaya. I want to talk Talapaya was loud so and wrong. Was loud wrong. And wrong.
1: So, and hell.
0: so, anyway, we have gotten way off. Okay, sorry. So, you were talking about why it's important to meet somebody for that little preliminary date because you want to know, like, are they who they like? Yes, who they say they are. Can they speak a little bit of, you know, proper English? Correct English? Preferred?
1: Yeah. Preferably. yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, and I it, it's very important because you you need to have some sort of snapshot of what it is you're getting yourself into. Sure. You know, okay. It's just like going to buy a house or buy a car and you're doing it online. Like you're looking at all of this stuff, but you're not going to know for sure for sure until you walk into that house and do a walkthrough until you actually test drive that car. You're not going to know. And so first dates are a preliminary walkthrough or a preliminary test drive because no matter what, you're still not going to truly and fully know that person until some time has passed. You have to get through what I call the honeymoon phase or or the, the newness, you know, and, and, I don't care what anybody says. The newness does not wear off until 6 to 12 months. I don't care what nobody says. That first 6 months of a relationship is the best part of a relationship ever. Everything is wonderful. Everything tastes amazing. Everything looks amazing. That person can't do no wrong in your eyes within that first 6 months. And if they real good with it, they got you for that first nine months. <laughs> but let me tell you something. It's something about that one-year mark, especially that one-year, one-month mark. Oh. The, the truth, the real them comes out. The, the truth comes out then. Their guard comes down. They become more relaxed. You come out then. Your guard comes down. You become more relaxed. You might even go ahead and fart. like the real stuff starts coming out then. And then you get to experience things. Then you really start to actually really go through things. And that's why I think it's the best to wait to introduce your child, because you need to see if you can handle dealing with things with this person. You need to see how this person handles things to see if that's something that you really want to introduce to your child, to see if that's something that you really want to introduce to your daily life.
0: That's a long time, though. And then it's just it like, and, that, and that's the thing when it's that because think about this by the time that we've been in a year, we 13 months old, and we've been in this relationship, we've been monogamous, it's been just you, it's been just me. And then to find out you got to make a critical decision left or right because now they've introduced a whole new bucket of information like, wait, what you couldn't tell me this six months ago. When I could have cut you off when I found out that this is how you operate, like, and then it starts to say, "Okay, I've spent 13 months of my life with this person. Do mm-hmm. I need to now work with it?" Or mm-hmm. Do I need to say go? Like, and am I willing to go and go through the process all over again? With, right. another, with another individual.
1: like, and let, and let me tell you this. That is the scheme that a lot of people, because women do it too, I'm not going to say just guys, that people bet their bottom dollar on. Okay. The wolf, My ex that I dated as soon as Olivia was born did that exact thing to me. You know, he brought me the Chris Rock reference, the representative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The representative mm-hmm. was dope. I was with it. Everything was cool. And then sure enough, six months down the line, Oh, yeah, by the way, (laughs) LMNOP, why you didn't tell me that six months ago? Because And and he even said it. He said, because I knew if I told you, you wouldn't be with me. Look, yo, and Chris Rock, no true or lie.
0: Don't nobody want you looking like you? (laughs) you.
1: (laughs) Looking like you're looking. (laughs) Just all you and stuff. no they need your representative the representative you are
0: absolutely right you're absolutely right oh,
1: and, and I remember seeing that stand-up and having like an epiphany like oh my god he's right that is so true we walk on eggshells trying to make sure everything is perfect and then as soon as as we hit that 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 that, that whatever that mark is and the yep. newness is gone Ooh, I can finally fart in front of you and not feel no type of way about it. You just, you have to be all right with it. Mm. And so when I got hit with elemental postpartum going on, I'm still, so my hormones and emotions aren't regulated, aren't calibrated. They are still all over the place. So I definitely was in a place of need and was definitely in a place of, you know, I, I had a void to fill. And he was there, and like you said, do I want to start over? Do I really want to do this? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, as long as Element OP don't come in and impede on what we got going on here in, in my household, fine, whatever. And it, it never did, so it was all gravy. But still, yeah, yeah. it was just the fact that he, in that space, manipulated me. Because he didn't, he... He, 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 t-
0: he took the choice away from you right so
1: just there you like, go like now go.
0: Now, you, now you in it
1: right so I, yeah I feel that <laughs> yeah yep 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 so there, there's there's with I feel like the older we get the more we understand that and when it comes to relationships we go into relationships already knowing it's gravy now but yes things will change and it does not necessarily mean that things will end
0: Monique, tell the people where they can find you, like, what you got going on. Like, you have blossomed into this, like, awesome, <laughs> badass, like, model. Like, I can really say, like, oh, yeah, I got model friends. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's nothing. Like, yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> well, you can find me on Facebook at Monique Gaines, or um, I also have a Facebook page, Monique C. Gaines plus Model Monique. Um, you can find me there You can find me on Instagram at P-Y-T-M-O um, You can also find me on my website moniquecgames.com. M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-C-G-A-I-N-E-S Dot com um, You can also see me Hitting the runway on Saturday Here in Huntsville, Alabama At, um, I think it's at Design Lab I'll be walking for a full-figure Fear 7th? I think this is their 7th year um, charity fashion show, which will be benefiting Crisis Services. I believe that show starts at 5.30, if I'm not mistaken. It's an early evening show. Um, so that's where I will be this weekend. I'm trying to make it to Atlanta at the end of the month. There's a, an event going on in Atlanta, so I'm trying to make it down there for that. What's it called? Uh- you should, you want too much, Ebony. I'm forget. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's so I can be there.
0: Well, you'll let me know. You'll let me know. Yes. and then I'll put it
1: on Instagram and we'll figure it yeah. out. We'll we'll figure it out. Yes, but um, I've got that coming up at the end of the month that I'm trying to get to, and I've got you know some other things going on that I can't really speak on just yet because they 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 still cooking in the ew, pot. Ew. But um, yes. If you stay tuned to my pages, you will see some amazing pictures coming up, uh, Probably this time next month. That shoot's coming up. I, I'm very, very, very excited about that shoot. That Come on, me. booked and busy. Come on. Uh, honey, honey, I try to be. I try yes, to stay booked and busy. Booked and, busy. Uh, and then, you know, I'm also helping out my great, wonderful, awesome, amazing friend, Jessica Fortune Barker with all of her political endeavors. I was just in Selma last weekend celebrating the 54th anniversary of the Bloody Sunday, the... Uh, Edmund uh, Pettus Bridge crossing, and that was incredible. I got to meet um Reverend Jesse Jackson. I got to meet Roland Martin. I got to meet Tamika Mallory. I even got to meet one other person, but I'm gonna save that information for when I finally get that picture back. And then I can post it.
0: <laughs> we can't wait. That, I cannot wait for that picture. You know, I cannot wait. I,
1: it. I'm so excited.
0: I was like, Where can I get girl, my girl, when you told me that, I was like, you met who? Who? Who you meet yes. Yes. <laughs> you, you read, you read
1: that text correctly. listen, yes. which? Yes. Yeah. So, so. that's, you so. know, so I'm, I'm doing a few things here and there. I'm not restricted specifically to modeling. I'm not restricted specifically to hosting, you know, I've interviewed people before. So I'm, I'm a little bit of a Jane of, of, of all things and, I'm trying to branch out to see exactly what it is that I'm trying to narrow down to right now, but, um, Tweenie Queenie is a thing, and for those of you who don't know what tweeny Queenie is, I am a tweeny Queenie. I am between heights, I am between sizes, so it's hard for me to find clothes that fit. I'm only 5'3", but I can't wear petite clothes because they're too short or too tight, and I can't wear average clothes because they're too long or too big, so I am on a quest to find other tweeny Queenies and put them on blast and let the world know, hey, we are are here, make clothes for us. You know, you have size 12 and you have size 14, but you don't have a size 13. And guess what? I am a perfect 13. <laughs> so, um, and I've been that way all my life. So, if you see Tweeny Queenie, that's what it is I'm talking about. I'm trying to promote that. I'm trying to get that out there. You know, it's so many of, of us women who it's, it's really hard to find clothes that fit, and it's hard on our pockets when you buy this beautiful $70 piece and then you have to spend another $20 to get it tailored so it fits correctly. So, we're trying to work on that and see what we can do, but that's so far what I have going on. And um, yeah, that's this, a this, lot. That's <laughs> a lot. I love it. That's lightweight. I still got my book. I gotta finish. I've got a journal that I'm trying to put together and get the girl. I got all kind of stuff. Get it all. Look, go for all of it. All of it. All I'm of trying it, to go for all of it. Get every, and ladies, get, every get, every get you a okay. man. Get every bag ladies get you if you got you know a couple of situational ships you find the one that encourages (laughs) every single thing you do and that's the one you go with yo that reminds me like another chris rock chris rock it's like
0: when you meet when men talk about the woman they met they like first question they get their friends ask is how she look how she look yeah first thing we ask what do you do Can he finance a dream? Can he finance your future?
1: (laughs) Yes, that is what we're worried about. We're more worried about that than anything else because it's so easy to find a guy to be like, "Eh, all right, whatever. Or what you doing that for? So it's really awesome when you have something that you're passionate about, or something that you're good at, and for your mate to make sure, hey, have you been practicing? Have you been right? Have you been doing? You need to get on that. Get off the phone with me and get back in that book. And that's what I love about my man. he's on on for me in more ways than one. He is letting me know. (laughs) but he's very encouraging about every single thing that i do and i love 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 that i love that too i love that too i love that
0: too so that's a good note to end on monique i love you and thank you so much for spreading your energy your wisdom your humor like i love all of it and hopefully i'll see you i guess at the end of the month i think i should be in town so we need to Make sure like don't come to this city and not let me know you here now. It'd be a
1: problem, it'd be a big problem. First of all, if I'm coming to the city, I'm staying with you. So what you talking about? <laughs> and you want to come to this little dorm room, you are happy to I do don't so. Care. <laughs> girl, as many times if I've crashed on your couch for no reason at all, like girl, whatever. I just need a couch for a night or two. I'm good.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah, this has been uh, Fixing Single. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, You can find me, Ebony, on Fixing Single, like at Instagram. So Instagram at Fixing Single. You can find me on Twitter at Fixing Single, or you can go visit uh, www.fixingsingle.com. I would love to hear your feedback on today's episode, uh, what you like, what you took away from it, any questions you have, because of course I will always be answering your questions. Um, So I really would love to hear your stories and what you, um, how you would like my opinion on them Because I have an opinion about just about everything. So anyway, (laughs) until the next time, I will see you when I see you. Bye. Bye.